the Africa economic outlook and more in this episode. Good morning, Africa, and welcome aboard your pulse on everything business in Africa. I am Ruth Dong. For more, follow us on Twitter at K Financial. Growth for Sub-Saharan Africa for 2022 is predicted to be just shy of 4%, continuing to lag the recovery in advanced economies and emerging markets. Supply chain disruptions, energy price volatility and geopolitical tensions threaten this outlook. Jeff Gable, head of macro and fixed income research at ABSA, joins us for this episode. What is the current economic outlook for Africa? So the great news is that Africa continues to recover. 2020 was a horrific year as COVID hit our economies, as we shut down economies here or the rest of the world shut us out. 2021 was a little bit stop start uh, and then closed and sort of under the, the uh, weight of Omicron. As we move into 2022, the clear message globally, and, and certainly a very vibrant message locally, is that the worst of the COVID restrictions look to be behind us. Economies are starting to normalize some sectors faster than others. So, for example, the planes are starting to fill up again, which is great news, but there are far fewer flights. Right? So it, it certainly isn't the case that we can put COVID and the COVID impacts behind us. But the recovery from that is, is well and truly afoot. So our expectation is the continent will grow quite robustly within that space. East Africa, whether it be here in Uganda or whether it be Kenya, or whether it be Tanzania, economic growth rates this year of, say, five on the low side, somewhere in the sevens on the high side. So that's nice and robust. That said, there are still some significant risks out there. And what are the biggest risks to this outlook? So as a macroeconomist, uh, we like to think about risks all the time. One is just the level of debt. So around the world, countries have far more debt now than they did before COVID. And that really restricts some of uh, plans and, and some of the investments that might have been possible before. With just more debt, it, it makes it, it trickier. Two, uh, Though we're through the worst of the COVID restrictions and Omicron, though it impacted far more people, placed much less strain on hospital systems, it doesn't mean that for sure the next wave of uh, COVID-19 will be similarly uh, kind to us. And so we need to watch that. And then the third thing, and if we were hosting this interview three weeks ago, this would be a footnote are just what the lasting impacts are going to be around uh, the geopolitical challenge of Russia's invasion of Ukraine. We've seen commodity prices skyrocket. Fabulous news if you are an oil exporter. Tremendous news if you are a wheat exporter. Uh, a real challenge for economies and households if you're neither of those things. Because what we will see globally is that uh, the petrol price is going to rise dramatically. What we're going to see globally is that basic foodstuff prices rise dramatically and that's going to provide sort of a stiff headwind for some economies here on the continent it generates risk aversion so suggests that perhaps currencies and interest rates might come under pressure and at the very basic level for households that try their hardest but struggle to provide the basic necessities for their family i'm afraid that it's likely to be a more difficult year now than an easier year for that 
A quick review of the other stories making it into the podcast. The annual inflation rate in Ethiopia eased for the second straight month to 33.6% in February of 2022 from 34.5% in the prime month. Non-food inflation slowed a bit due to falling transport and telecommunication. Meanwhile, food inflation accelerated sharply. On a monthly basis, consumer prices surged 3.4%, the biggest increase in five months. Ghana's annual inflation rate accelerated for the ninth consecutive month to 15.7% in February of 2022 from 13.9% in January. That was the highest rate since October of 2016, exceeding the Bank of Ghana's target band of 6% to 10% for a sixth straight month. Food price growth quickened to 17.4% from 13.7% in January and non-food inflation accelerated to 14.5% from 14.1% in the previous month. On a monthly basis, consumer prices surged 2.4% after increasing 2.1% in the prior month. Nigerian banks are charging customers above the regulatory limits and are making them pay undeclared charges, thereby hampering the country's effort to reduce financial inclusion. A report by Innovations for Poverty Action and the Inclusion for All Initiative, measuring fees and transparency in Nigeria's digital financial services, contains the outcome of a study that examined compliance levels with the existing fee structures, compliance with price, Transparency requirements highlighting a series of barriers that impact consumer trust in financial services. Nigeria's digital financial services ecosystem has rapidly evolved over the last decade due to increased broadband and mobile penetration and digital payments, which boost financial access in urban, rural and hard-to-reach areas across the country. The report said that the cost of financial services remains a major barrier to access for price-sensitive consumers, especially within marginalized, vulnerable and lower-income segments of society. In addition, any lack of transparency on product pricing, departures from regulated pricing and limits trust between consumers, uh, between customers rather, and service providers. And a quick look at the markets. The crypto market regained significant ground on Wednesday, with Bitcoin, the world's most traded cryptocurrency, leading gains and climbing over 10% to above 42,500 US dollars level as fears of a regulatory crackdown eased. The US president signed an executive order that outlines US government's strategy for digital coins. The directive called for a coordinated and comprehensive approach and oversight of digital asset policy, easing concerns about dramatic tightening rules. Major crypto exchanges, including Coinbase, have been facing increasing pressure from regulators to block addresses of Russian users. Faced with this financial strangulation, Russian elites and their families could transfer their assets to crypto to avoid the sanctions. The Johannesburg Stock Exchange All Share Index was up by 0.8% to around 73,000 on Wednesday, halting four consecutive sessions of losses lifted by financials, of which Nedbank Group, after reporting upbeat earnings. Meanwhile, investors continued to monitor developments around the conflict in Ukraine and soaring commodity prices while also accessing while also assessing the implications of mounting sanctions against Russia on the global economy. Thank you for always waking up with us. Good Morning Africa is a product of the K Financial. And if you have suggestions or you just want to check out more stories, visit our website that is thekfinancial.com and don't forget to subscribe. You can also find us on all social media platforms at the K Financial.